Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling, evangelists and teachers of the Word of God, and we are so excited that you have tuned in with us today. I want to encourage you to grab your Bible and a notebook, jot down some notes, and then go back later and look them over and really meditate on the truths that we're bringing to you today. Over time, you will begin to see the Word of God make a great impact in your life. If God's doing something in your life and you want to share it with us because our TV show has been a blessing to you, please go to our website at impacttoday.tv and shoot us an email and let us know. We have been teaching on the subject of faith for several episodes yeah, now. We're yeah. just going to keep on going down that road. So we are going to start with our opening scripture, which is found in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 6. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, verse 7, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, we talked a lot about the process that one receives the Lord Jesus and makes him Lord. First, you have to hear. What do you have to hear? The gospel. Mm -hmm. When you hear the gospel, faith arises in your heart. You believe and then confess Jesus is Lord and then you're saved, right? Amen. So we talked about that. We talked about faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Just like Vegetables come from a garden, but a garden comes from seeds. You have to plant the word of God in the soil of your heart in order for it to produce, right? Yeah. Then we talked about that we're to believe in the heart what God said. And we're to believe it as a present reality, not something far off, you know, that we're trying to attain to. But what God said... It's the truth, and it's mine now, mm -hmm. a present reality. And then we talked about that real faith is of the heart. It's not of the mind. It's of the inner man, the real you. And then we mentioned that faith will work in your heart, even if there's a doubt in your head. Amen. So now we're moving on. Yes, praise God. Uh, yes, today we're going to talk about two aspects of faith, and they're very closely knit together. Mm -hmm. And the, the first part is that faith is now. We believe the promise of God, the Word of God, as a present-day reality. Mm. Faith is always now. If it's not now, it's not faith. Hebrews 11, verse 1, listen to what it says. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Notice it says, Faith is 
the substance of things hoped for. That word substance, it can be translated realization. It can be translated confidence. It can also be translated title deed. Hmm. And when you have the deed to a piece of property, that means you own it. It's actually proof Mm -hmm. that you own it. It's the proof that you own it. faith is the proof that you have it. You have it. Amen. And faith is of the heart. heart. Amen. Listen to this translation. It says, faith is the inner assurance that the things we hope for actually exist and the conviction that they are already ours even though we cannot see them. Hmm. Wow. Amen. We believe, we have an inner assurance. Those things we hope, those goals that we have set for our lives, they exist. They're there. They're provided to us by the, by the promise of God. But faith grabs hold of it and says, it's mine. I have it now. Even though I can't see it with my physical eye, I have it in my spirit. Now, hope is important because if you have no hope, you're never going to walk in faith. Mm-hmm. You don't go from needing something and being hopeless to having faith. Mm -hmm. You have to have hope first. Hope is like a goal setter. Hope is like if you've ever seen an AC unit Mm -hmm. in someone's house. Hope is setting the thermos, setting it to the temperature you Mm -hmm. want. Faith kicks into high gear and brings the temperature into that room Mm -hmm. down to what you set it. So you have to have hope. Yeah, yeah, you do. But hope won't get the job done. Mm-hmm. Hope sets the goal, and then faith grabs a hold of the goal. So hope is very, very important. Mm-hmm. It sets the goal, but it doesn't bring the promise. Right. Faith grabs hold of that, that hope, that thing you see in your heart, and it says, yes, it's mine, I have it now. Many times what people do is they're just hoping for God to do something when he gets good and ready. And that, my friend, is not biblical hope. That won't get you anything. Um, that's not even real hope. That's, that's just wishful thinking. Yes. You know, sometimes you try to minister to someone and they say things like, well, I don't understand it, but all in God's timing. No, the Bible tells us what God's timing is. Yeah. Now is the acceptable time. Mm -hmm. Today is the day of salvation. Salvation. Today is the day of healing. If you're always going to get healed, you're not in faith. You're pushing it off to the future. And which is hope. Which is hope. Indefinite future is always hope. There's a day coming when Jesus is coming back. He's returning for his people, his church. That day is going to happen. But that's sometime in the indefinite future. But anything that Jesus died to pay for, our redemption, anything he redeemed us from, the timing is now. Praise God. For example, salvation, the biggest, the most important thing. You can't say, this is very dangerous. Well, I hope and I believe one day the Lord's going to save me when it's his right timing. Yeah, even using the word believe. Mm -hmm. So you can mask your hope with faith lingo but it's still hope. Mm -hmm. I believe one day the Lord is going to heal me. That is not faith. No, no. I believe one day the Lord is going to save me. Yeah. You'll go straight to hell until you turn that hope into faith. That's right. 
Amen. What if you believed that one day the Lord was going to save you, let's say two years from now, but next week you died? Right. See, no, today is the day. Mm -hmm. Now is the accepted time. You don't have to wait any longer. All you have to do is believe. Yay. Believe. Believe what Jesus did for you at Calvary, at the cross of, at the cross of Calvary. Believe it, that, that he took, he, he bore in himself your sins, that you having died to sins might live for righteousness, and that by his stripes you were healed. Yes, amen. 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 Praise God. It's good. So faith is now. That, that, when I heard that, the first time I heard that, it completely changed my life. Mm -hmm. It revolutionized my prayer life. It, it just... It just so changed me. And so we're very thankful. L listen to Mark 11, verse 24. This is what Jesus said. He said, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Now hmm. notice, the, the big word I want you to see there is the word when, when. Therefore, I say to you, whatever your name is, whether it's Rajan, whether it's Wilson, whether it's Martha, whether it's Bougie, whatever it is, Samantha, I say unto you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you'll have them. In other words, when you pray, what, believe that you receive them when you pray. Mm -hmm. Saying that really slow for you. Believe you receive them when you pray. When do you believe you receive? When, when you, you pray. pray. I like to say it like this. Amen at the end of a prayer. Amen. People say amen at the end of the prayer. Amen means so be it mm -hmm. or it is so. And so when you pray, believe you receive and you'll have it. Don't say amen till you're ready to say amen. Because it means it is so. You get that? Yeah. Amen. That's good. Faith is now. You're emphasizing when you pray, mm -hmm. but also, what do you believe when you pray? Mm -hmm. Yes. You believe you receive the thing you're asking for. Yeah. When you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe God is good all the time. No. I mean, God is good all the time. Yeah. But Jesus is telling us exactly what to believe. Yes. Believe that you receive them when you pray. And then you'll have them. That means you have it. Yes. By the time you say amen, you own it. It's yours. That's right. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Uh, it reminds me of a time when Victoria and I were conducting a miracle festival. And we laid hands on the sick. And there was this lady who came with cataracts. Mm -hmm. We prayed for her in the name of Jesus. We counted it done. She walked away. Well, we found out later she went to a pastor because nothing had seemed to happen in, in her. Mm -hmm. she, it, to her, it seemed like nothing. She wasn't healed. Mm -hmm. And so she went to a pastor. She says, what is this? These people said that the Lord was going <laughs> to heal us and, you know, all of this, and nothing's happened. And that pastor was very wise. He said... If you will just believe that something happened when they prayed, you'll get it. So she said, okay, I believe. Two weeks later, she was healed. Hallelujah. She went back to the doctor, had no need of surgery any yes, longer. Yes, thank God. Cataracts was gone. Yes. That is the power 
of faith. When you pray, whatever it is you want, you believe, you receive it, and it'll be yours. I like to say it like this. You must believe you have the answer before you experience the answer, and then you'll experience the answer. Mm -hmm. But you have to say, it's mine, I have it now. Praise God. Believing and speaking come before seeing. Yeah, and feeling. And feeling yeah, and experiencing that's right. it. That's an unchanging law. Believing you have received comes before, not after. So if you pray and you believe that you receive when you pray, you're going to act differently mm -hmm. than somebody who's still praying mm -hmm. and asking for something. Yeah. If you believe you receive when you pray, pretty much the only thing that's going to be coming out of your mouth whenever you think of that is going to be thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That you heard me when I prayed and you answered me and I have it. We abound in the faith mm -hmm. through thanksgiving. Through thanksgiving. Praise God. And that brings us to the next part. Back at Hebrews 11 because they're 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 connected, you know. For some people it's hard to say, well, how can you say, for example, for if it's healing, how can you say you're healed if you still feel sick? Well, look at the next part, Hebrews 11, verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance, the title deed, the ownership. The proof. The proof of things hoped for. Not physical proof, spiritual proof. Mm -hmm. Now faith is the title deed of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the evidence of things not seen right. or not perceived by the five physical senses. And so that's the next part. Faith is now, but also faith is based on what God has said, not the five physical senses. Do you want to read a verse of scripture there, Miss Victoria? I think you want me to. <laughs> Romans 4. What um, verse would you like me 17? to start? Romans chapter 4, beginning in verse 17. This is all about our father Abraham, right? Mm -hmm. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Hallelujah. Oh, I love this passage yes, of Scripture. there's so much in there. There is so much. In fact, right now, this just reminded me. Uh, when our youngest son, Nicholas, he had a condition, uh, adenoids. Now, if you're listening in another country, I don't know if you're going to know what that even is. I don't even know what it is. Well, they're I just, glands. Uh, they're glands, like in your way back in your nasal passages. Yeah. yeah, so he had issues with adenoids mm -hmm. and with uh, uh, drainage in his ears, so he had constant earaches. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was meditating on the Word, and I was reading a book about the subject of healing and faith, 
And this passage of Scripture was quoted when all of a sudden it just rose up in me. I realized I've got this. All I have to do is call him well. Yeah, and he was scheduled for surgery. He was scheduled for surgery mm -hmm. two times for the adenoids to be removed and, and for to put tubes in the ears. And I thought to myself, well, God didn't create him with tubes. Why would we want tubes in there? And God put those adenoids there for a reason. And so every single night, every before this was, I got the revelation mm -hmm. of this. He'd go, he'd be okay during the day. Then he'd go to sleep, go lay down at night, and he'd just start coughing and coughing, cough all and night coughing. long. It was awful. Mm -hmm. And then of course, when he would have the pain in the ears, so anytime he would start to cough, I'd lay him down, tuck him in, and I'd lay my hand on his on his head. He said, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. His adenoids are healed and normal. His, his allergies are yeah. healed. His nasal, I just called him healed and normal. Every time I heard him cough, it would remind me, Lord, I thank you. He's healed. He's normal. Every time, healed and normal. Guess what happened? He was completely healed. Yes. He received a miracle. The, 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 uh, the surgeries were canceled. Because God had worked a wonderful healing and a yeah. miracle. But it happened as a result of me getting a hold of this verse right here. That God calls those things which be not as though they were. Those things that do not exist as though they did. Because they do. God, in, the, in the eternal realm, Jesus paid the price for our healing. Mm -hmm. It's already done. It's done. Hallelujah. Amen. God's not confined to time and space. So the key to faith is getting into that spiritual realm and seeing things the way God sees it. It's awesome. But you have to, you can't just do that about anything. You have to have a word from God. Yes. You know, you can't just call anything right. be that be not as though you want it. Right. <laughs> you have to have something to stand you on. You have something to stand mm -hmm. on, but we had something. The, yes. This word came alive in us. But notice here the story of Abraham. Abraham and Sarah, there was nothing in their body that looked like the promise of God would come true. Right. Even as young, a young married couple, she was infertile. She right. couldn't have kids as a young lady. Now they're old, and God comes to Abraham and says, you're, you're going to have a child through Sarah. So now... She was, when she was young, she couldn't have but a baby. But now she's past the time of even being able to have a baby. And he was impotent. Yeah. And yet, what did they do? They didn't look at the circumstance. They didn't look at their body, because faith is not based on the five physical senses. Faith is based on what God has said. And what did he say? It says right here in verse 17, I have made you. A father of many nations. Have made. That's past tense. Amen. He didn't even say, I'm going to make you That's right. a father of many nations. He said, I have made I you. I have made you a father of many nations. Yes. And that's when he changed his name. God changed Abram's name to Abraham. Now, in that culture, that was very significant. Because mm -hmm. that means anytime Abram would go introduce himself to someone, he'd say, hi, my name is father of many nations. Mm -hmm. What is your name? Right. While he had no kids, while he had no child through Sarah. That's what faith does. Let us wrap up with uh, these five steps. For anything you need from God, if you'll follow this formula, 
you know, now faith is based on a relationship, a fellowship with God, mm-hmm. but faith is a law. There's a law of faith, just like the law of gravity. If you put it to work, it'll work for you. Right. Number one, if you have a need and you need that need met, you need, number one, God's word for it. Mm-hmm. You need a word from God in his, in his Bible that, that promises the very thing you desire from him. And number two, you need to make the choice to believe that word. Believe God's word. It's a choice. Amen. Number three, you need to continue to look to that promise instead of the circumstance that might contradict mm-hmm. until you are fully persuaded like Abram. Notice it says here that uh, Abram, against all hope, in hope, believed. How? By looking to the promise. When you are faced with a circumstance, maybe you've been diagnosed with a, dead, a, a, a deadly disease. And the doctor says this, and your body is screaming this and that. You have to make a decision. I'm going to look to the promise of God and not to the situation. Mm-hmm. Because the place where you fa- place your focus, the dominant image of your mind will determine where your life goes. Right. What are you, what's dominating the image, your inward image? What do you see? Do you see yourself dying or do you see yourself getting better? Abram began to see himself with a child and then his faith was able to latch hold of it. And he says, it's mine, I have it now. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So number one, you have God's word. Number two, you choose to believe God's word. Number three, you continue to look to the promise instead of the circumstance until you're fully persuaded. Number four, you call yourself according to that promise. Abram called himself Abraham. I am the father of many nations. Now, I'm not saying you have to change your name. But you say, I am healed. I am healed. Every need is met. Amen. The wisdom of God is operating Mm -hmm. in me. He will help me make the right decision. My children will serve the Lord. Yes. Whatever area it is, you count it done because you have God's word for it. Amen. And then the last one is give glory to God. Amen. And how long do you do that? You do it until you see it, but then you keep doing it. That's right. Live a (laughs) lifestyle of praise, a lifestyle of worship. God is so good. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But the most important thing, notice here the, 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 the next verse. It says, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. Or maybe a more simple way of saying it, Jesus was delivered unto the punishment of death because of our sins, and he was raised up because of our pardon or our righteousness. He paid the price so we could be declared righteous by Almighty God. And and God raised him up. He's alive. He he considers you righteous, but you have to accept it. You have to say, 
Jesus, come into my heart. I believe what you did for me was sufficient. You died on the cross for my sins. You rose again so I could be declared righteous, and therefore I count it done. I receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you'd like to do that, we want to encourage you to do it right now. Just wherever you're at, just surrender. Put your hand on your heart mm -hmm. as a, a way of saying to Father God, I'm going to pray this with all of my heart. Yes. Say it right now with me. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. I believe. I believe that Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ is your son. Is your son. I believe. I believe. He died on the cross. He died on the cross. For my sins. For my sins. I believe. I believe. He rose again. He rose again. For my justification. For my justification. Because you consider me righteous. Because you consider me righteous. Therefore. Therefore. I can I confess. I confess. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Is my Lord. I accept him. I accept into him. my heart. Into my heart as my Savior, as my Savior. Dear, Jesus, dear Jesus, come and live in me. Come and live Give in me. Give me a brand new spirit. Give me a brand new Wash spirit. Wash away all my sin. Wash away all my sin. I give my life to you I now. I give my life to you and now. And I thank you according to your promise. I thank you according to your promise. I am saved. I am saved. I am whole. I am whole. And God Almighty, God Almighty is now my heavenly Father. Is now my heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you prayed that from your heart, we announce to you, your sins are forgiven. You're a brand new person. Jesus Christ, he loves you so much. Your sins are washed away and you are now one with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, put your hand on the part of your body that's sick. And I'm going to pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, we Lord. thank you for everyone watching, yeah. everyone listening. And we thank you right now for your healing presence. We command the sicknesses and diseases to leave your people now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, all pain go. Lord, I thank you that earache leaves right now. In the name yes, of you, Jesus Lord. Christ, those who are suffering with earaches, pain in the ear, I thank you it leaves in Jesus' name, and they can hear clearly. Oh, we thank you for your miracle-working power. You, Every manner of sickness Hallelujah. and disease is being healed. And we thank you for it. We believe, we receive it, and we count it done now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. hallelujah. Say this after me. I am healed. I am healed. I am whole. I am whole. God's word is working in me. Yes, amen. Amen. Until next time, God bless you. Don't forget to visit our website at impacttoday.tv. And we look forward to seeing you next time. God is good. Bye-bye. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.